Hello, and welcome back to the Living in Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Ross O'Hare, and with us today, we have Connie Brezina. She is the co-founder of Christian Families Today, along with her husband, Greg. She also is a counselor here, and she's a speaker and has spoken many times at seminars on parenting and marriage. It's good to have you, Connie. Thank you. How good to be you with you. I'm doing great. Good, good. So today, we are going to talk about confident parenting. Now, that's uh, something that we, we as parents all want to have. I'm sure people who want to be parents in the future hope that they become confident parents. But that's easier said than done. A lot of people in their parenting experience fear or uncertainty. And so mm-hmm. kind of let's just right at the beginning, how does fear play into parenting? How does that work? Well, as you know, many parents experience some type of fear as they walk along their parenting journey. Things like, do I have what it takes to be a good parent? I'm not sure I'm smart enough or diligent enough or patient enough to parent well. And every child's so different. How can I know how to love each child the way they need to be loved? I know I had some of these fears as a young woman. And I remember thinking, I certainly don't want to mess up in this role (laughs) of motherhood. Yeah, I mean, I think all of us as parents, we want to do a good job. We want to do right by our kids, their gifts to us from God. And so it comes from a good desire, but obviously the enemy twists that and wants us to fear. You know, how can we, in the opposite, how can we have confidence in our parenting? How does that work? Well, let me tell you a little bit of my story. I read a book on parenting when my children were very young that used 2 Timothy 1.7 as a guideline for parenting with confidence. That caught my attention. Yeah. And most parents know that verse, but they've probably never associated with parenting sure. the verse. I can't tell you, and and I had never associated it with parenting, and yeah. I can't tell you how many times when we were raising our children, I claimed the promises of that verse. And what does that verse say? That's the verse that says, For God has not given us a spirit of timidity or fear, but of power and love and sound judgment or wisdom. So the first part of that verse tells us that fear is not coming from God. Mm. It's Satan that's tempting us with fearful thoughts about our ability to parent. Because we as believers are empowered to choose truth over believing the lies, the fearful thoughts of the enemy. Mm. And then as we submit to God's truth and we resist the enemy, we can experience his power directing us in our parenting responsibilities. So how do we as Christians parent confidently? It's relying on God to work through me in raising my children. Actually, the definition of confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something or a firm trust. So it's, I'm putting my firm trust in God to give me what I need, Mm. not just to be a parent, but a godly parent. Mm. He's the only one that knows exactly what they need. And so I can trust his perfect guidance, and that becomes my confidence. So you said you had experienced kind of this change or this viewpoint from this verse in your parenting. What was it like before, you know, when you were trying to parent? And then how did this verse actually change your view of that? Well, I'm a very practical person, and so I was seeking. I wanted to know how that I could best be your parent. Mm -hmm. And to me, this verse is so practical. The second part of that verse is what we can claim, the promises we can claim from Him to be confident. And first, He gives us, as believers, power. 
Hmm. And that's His Holy Spirit, supernatural power, living inside of us to enable us to discipline our children with authority and diligence. And the way God wants them to be disciplined, I don't always know how best they need to be disciplined. Sure. But yeah. many times when I knew that discipline was needed, and as I called on Him, and I think that's the key, that we not try to do it in our own wisdom or our own strength, but we call on Him for direction. Mm. I recognized that He was either strengthening me to carry through what maybe I didn't think I could do, mm. or He was giving me wisdom in exactly how to discipline them. Mm. And then be persistent. You know, it's sometimes we just don't feel like putting the effort forth to discipline, but God, with His power, gives us persistence mm. in carrying through. Yeah. And then secondly, he gives us love. That's his agape love, his unconditional love, the love that keeps on loving no matter what, mm. and the love that knows how to love each child exactly as they need loving. Let me give you an example of this. I have one son that doesn't talk a lot, but when he talks, I like to listen because he has good things to say. But when he was about 10 or 11 years old, we were having this discussion one night right before bedtime, and I was trying to convince him of a biblical truth, and he kept saying, oh, I don't understand, I don't understand. Hmm. And so it came to a point where I just said, okay, well, I love you, and it's time to go to bed. And I <laughs> kissed him goodnight. But I went and got in bed, and I knew he was frustrated, and I didn't know exactly how to show him God's love. And so I just prayed, Lord, give me wisdom. And I just heard God whisper in my ear, just get up and go give him a back rub. And so he was already in bed, and I got up, and I went, and I just sat on the bed. We didn't say a word to each other. I just rubbed his back for about five minutes. And then I kissed him, and I said, I love you, and I went to bed. And it wasn't five minutes later that he came into my bedroom and said, Mom, would you forgive me for having a bad attitude and being disrespectful? Mm. And I think God just broke down that frustration. And I think the love came through. And I knew that was God's idea, not mine. And then the third part of this verse is he's given us a sound mind, our wisdom in how to teach them. And that's whether we're personally teaching them or we have wisdom to put them under wise teachers or wise mentors. Mm. With one of our children, when he was 12, he already believed God was calling him to be a doctor. Mm. And I knew that I was not going to have what it took to teach him science <laughs> in high school. We were homeschooling at the time. And so we began to pray. And Greg and I got away one weekend, and we began to pray for wisdom. We didn't know the direction to go, but we knew um, a science teacher that went to our church. And Greg went to the athletic director of the school she taught in and said, do you think we could pay her to come tutor mm -hmm. our son? in science. And um, he said, well, why don't you send him here? We said, well, we don't have the money. It was a private school and we're homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, Bart ended up getting an academic scholarship to that school. Mm -hmm. And this is just a God thing. He ended up having in high school for chemistry, two years, the Georgia Science Teacher of the Year. Wow. This lady loved science. She stayed, <laughs> chemistry is what he had from her. Yeah. She stayed after school to teach him. He ended up majoring in chemistry. And wow. that is just something that we couldn't have figured out on our own. Mm. But it was God 
providing a way, giving us wisdom. And so when you think about these three areas, uh, really every responsibility of a parent falls under one of these three areas, mm. loving, disciplining, and teaching. And you can't have one without the other. Yeah. And God promises to provide these. And I can't tell you how many times I have called upon Him mm. to let me experience the power or the love or the wisdom that He's given me in raising yeah, well, it's amazing because as parents, there's so many situations where we don't know what the best thing to do is. And obviously, we're finite beings. We don't know what any of our choices, what the ramifications are going to be. And so it's one of those things that when we apply it to parenting, which is such an important and meaningful role for us as parents, it really aligns us with how we were designed, right? I mean, we're God's kids, <laughs> first and foremost, and so He knows how to parent us, and He knows how to love us. But he's also teaching, like you said, empowering us, giving us wisdom, loving us through this process. And I love the, how that verse really breaks down those three components because it can feel really overwhelming <laughs> to be yes, a parent. Yes, it can. You know, there are children that some parents have that are very difficult, strong-willed, have physical, mental issues, there are behavioral issues, all these different things that parents face. And to know that God is the one guiding us through these situations takes so much of the burden off of us. Amen. And we're going to make mistakes, but yeah. God forgives us when we make mistakes, and He continues to pour out what we mm. need, even in the midst of our mistakes, and He promises to work it all together for our good yeah. and our children's good. That's trusting Him. Yeah, exactly. There's such a dependence needed there. Yes. So if we had a major takeaway or anything that you know we could leave the listeners with, what would it be about how to have confident parenting? Well, I would say the truth is that God has not just given us children and then said, do the best you can. <laughs> no, we're not alone in our parenting, like you just said. He is the one empowering us with what we need to be godly parents. And so our confidence comes not from trusting ourselves, but from trusting His perfect provisions. And that's mm. our hope. And that is awesome. Yeah, that's really great. Uh, one question does come to my mind. So when we're casting our cares upon God, or we're understanding that He's in control of this, sometimes that doesn't alleviate the moment and the pressure and the the ability to figure something out. Like, you know, we have to make a decision in a moment. How, how do we navigate those moments where, like you said, it's okay to make a mistake, but how do we navigate those moments where, okay, I've cast my cares on God, but I still don't know what to do? Well, I think you you just do the next thing, as I heard Elizabeth Elliot say many years ago. You mm. just do the next thing, and you trust that God is is in it. And and listen, we are going to make mistakes. Mm. I've made mistakes. My heart is not to make mistakes. Yeah. I think we as Christians, we love our children. We want to do what's best for them. But I've made mistakes. I've had to go back and ask my boys to forgive me. But you just do the next thing. And it's a moment-by-moment moment walk with the Lord. Mm. I've prayed many times silently, help, Lord, <laughs> yeah. give me wisdom. Yeah. And I just have to say He's guided me. I didn't do it perfectly, mm. but my heart was to be the best parent that I could for God. Well, for so, yeah, glory. I think that's such a great answer and one that I can really take to heart. Because, I, you know, I think it's really easy for me as a parent to, in those moments, just try to figure it out. And I do that a lot, and it's one of those things where I, I see the ramifications of me trying to figure it out and how it doesn't work great. And so there's this really great reminder that you're giving us to take a moment, 
to have a second with the Lord and the Spirit and just talk to Him and say, like, I need your help, I need your guidance. And it's an easy thing to do, but it's an easy thing to forget, too, and I forget it quite often. And it's a great reminder that all it takes is just five seconds of aligning our heart and our mind and our beliefs that God is the one who knows Amen. and then walking us through that. So thank you Amen. so much for that reminder. It's really yes. great. Amen. And thanks so much for guiding us through that verse too. We really appreciate it. And if you guys have more questions or want to follow up with more thoughts of what we've talked about, you can look in the Living in Jesus study. Uh, session 11 is, we address that a lot. It's intimacy with God. It's how to have a conversation or understand what God's saying to us or how he's communicating with us and having a deep relationship with them. And then also we've talked about how the enemy likes to attack us, which is part of the believer's battle in that session as well. So check that out. Connie, thank you so much for your time. Yes, God bless. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. And we'll see you next week on the Living in Jesus podcast. Hey, everyone. We just wanted to let you know that we set up an email address that you can contact us at. And that email address is podcast at cftministry.org. Again, that's podcast at cftministry.org. And we designed it so that you can shoot us your questions, or even if you have a topic that you want us to discuss or go over, we'd love to hear from you. And as always, thanks so much for being a part of this community. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. The Living in Jesus podcast is a production of Christian Families Today and is produced and edited by Ross O'Hare and Ben Brezina. Christian Families Today is a nonprofit discipleship counseling, training, and coaching ministry focused on equipping men, women, and children in how to build biblically healthy lives and families. You can visit our website at cftministry.org to find information about our ministry, the Living in Jesus study, and other free resources. If you are encouraged by this podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you could take a minute and leave us a review. This podcast and all our free content is made available because of the generosity of people just like you from around the world. Until next week, thank you and God bless.